I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramon. Indo-American News Radio. I guess you all missed me, Jawahar and Pramod. We Did you all miss me? I wasn't here well, two Saturdays. Sanchali, you made up for being missed. Oh, is that so? <laughs> Did I talk too much in the last one hour? <laughs> so, Pramod was listening to you all the way coming over. Did I bore you to death, Pramod? <laughs> well, <laughs> you eroded my interest. <laughs> oh, he's being very diplomatic. All no, right. No. In the sense, to go with your topic. <laughs> okay, okay. No, but... but That's he, a good one, though. It was it was water under the bridge for him. Oh, yeah, that's true. Even <laughs> now better. It is. Now it is. <laughs> so, folks, well, this is now Indo American News Radio, and the uh, the 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 show today has a really great lineup. And without much ado, Sanchali is going to get into it because we want to play a song by one of the guys, one of the people who is going to be calling in. Sanchali, one of the celebrities. Yes. Okay. So, yeah, as you already know, we talked, I guess, Pramod said, eroded his interest. <laughs> the last one hour, we were with Narendra Under Vatani. Under the bridge. <laughs> about water conservation and, you know, environmental protection. Well, then, today, we our guest lineup is, as you know, you're on 98.7 FM. And you can also listen to us on the Masala Radio app. And by Monday, you can hear the recorded show on podcast, which is uploaded on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and Breaker. Please do subscribe to our free podcast channel and click to listen. We are all committed to our cars that we view them as an extension of ourselves. We often don't think about driving after a few drinks and simply get irritated when someone cuts in front of us. But some people take it to extremes, driving drunk or bursting out in road rage. Harris County DA's Vehicular Crimes Division, Chief Sean Tier will be joining us at 4.20 p.m. and he will be explaining how some people cross that line and can commit a crime. Immigration laws have been changing since the Biden administration took office and rescinded some onerous laws invoked in the past four years. One of them has to do with training visas, which are an important first step for many to lawfully live in this country. At 4.50 p.m., we will be having Mr. George Willey, our favorite guest, to explain this uh, well-known immigrant, uh, and he will be talking about it on our show. He's a regular, so all of you already know Mr. George Willey. At 5.20 p.m., we have the privilege of having Ricky Kedge on our show. He's a Grammy Award-winning Indian music composer and environmentalist who has performed in over 30 countries. He's passionate about environmental causes and his uh, concerts talk about how to achieve balance with nature. He will be performing here at the Wortham Center on March 12th as the opener for the Indo-American Association's 2022 season. So he will be calling in live from Bangalore and he will be talking about his art and his first concert in Houston. Also, stay tuned in for news roundup, views, sports and movie reviews. To be featured on the show or to advertise, please contact us at 713-789-6397 or at IndoAmericanNews at yahoo.com. And here's Pramod with his excellent news roundup. Well, before Pramod gets into his news roundup, which is always fascinating, but I thought we'd let uh, 
Ricky Cage, people get a little snippet of Ricky Cage's music. He is a Grammy winning uh, um, composer. composer and environmentalist. So here is this song which um, he performed live in, uh, it looked like Delhi to me, but I uh, can't tell. But here it's called uh, Shine Your Light. No, he did this in, what? It seems like in Ladakh. Anyway, okay. here we go. Maybe for the troops. Yeah. We are all in this together. Nothing can remind us Like a simple act of kindness Hey! And in the blackest of night hey! Just one flash of light hey! Shows we're not alone No, not today It is time Let's do this It's our time Let's do this It is time To shine a light Let's do this It is time To shine a light Well, that's just a little snippet of the music that Ricky Cage has. Yeah, I didn't realize he uh, sang in... Uh, English. Well, no, there, there are many performers on this particular track. It's a huge band. I, uh, the, I watched some of his uh, stuff yesterday. Oh, yeah, and he, it's, uh, does he also perform in Hindi? Yeah, in yeah. he's actually a new age music uh, composer. Uh, composer. Okay. But this is a, a totally different uh, style. He has uh, Lonnie Park, who often performs with him, and I.P. Singh, mm -hmm. who is on this track. I see. And uh, it's it, it's a very catchy tune. And folks, he's going to be in town. He will yes. be in town on March the 12th at uh, 7.30 at the Wortham Center. Uh, and you can buy tickets by going on iaahouston.org. Uh, and, uh, and something very exciting that I wanted to pass on to you. We're giving away two free tickets for this concert. Mm -hmm. And if you go th somewhere down the road, I'm going to announce what the, the contest is, what the questions are, but be sure to listen in when we, uh, when we do that. So, promote. Sounds good. Uh, so, so, here's the news. Here's the news. Live from Indo-American News Radio, this is Pramod Kulkarni with the latest news from Houston, the United States, India, and around the world. With the e easing of the COVID pandemic, the news cycle has switched to concerns over Russia's invasion of Ukraine. According to the latest news reports, Russian tanks and troops are on the outskirts of Kiev and two other major cities in Ukraine. Ukrainian troops are putting up a brave front and President Zelensky uh, talked to Prime Minister Narendra Modi for India's support in the United, States, United Nations. Rather. Thus far, India has decided to abstain from voting on the U.S.-sponsored resolution to condemn Russia for its military ag aggression. The United States and other Western nations have been supporting Ukraine with military aid and imposing stricter sanctions against Russia and its president, Vladimir Putin. Indian embassies in Poland and Hungary are helping Indian students uh, that are in Ukraine to evacuate. 
the first Air India flight with Indian evacuees reached Mumbai earlier today. With the COVID daily cases in the United States dropping to 68,642 on Friday, the CDC has eased its guidelines on social distancing and masking. In particular, students will be allowed to attend classes without masks. Masking is still required in public transportation such as trains and airlines. In Harris County, Judge Lena Hidalgo has dropped the COVID threat level from red to orange. In Washington, D.C., President Joe Biden has fulfilled his campaign pledge to nominate a black woman to the Supreme Court. It is D.C. Circuit Appeals Court Judge Ketanji Brown Jackson. The Republicans have already started their smear campaign against Judge Jackson by calling her a tool of the liberal left. In other news, Google President Sundar Puchai has launched a $100 million education fund which is designed to help students earn certifications in IT, data analytics, and project management without having first to earn a bachelor's degree. Here in Houston, there are two outdoor events that are underway. One is the Mardi Gras Festival in Galveston, and the second is the Houston Life Shock and Rodeo, which uh, returns after a pandemic gap of two years. In sports news, the Indian cricket team beat Sri Lanka by seven wickets in a T20 match to win the three-match series 3-zip. The two stalwarts for India were Shreyas Iyer, who scored 74 not out, and the all-rounder Ravinder Jadeja, who was at 45 not out. The first test match between India and Sri Lanka will start in Mohali tomorrow at 10 p.m. our time. Earlier this week, the Indian women's team won the fifth and final ODI match against New Zealand. The Indian team has started playing a warm-up match against South Africa this afternoon before the start of the Women's World Cup matches uh, next week. In basketball, the Orlando Magic handed the Houston Rockets their eighth straight loss on Friday night. You might also be interested to know that the former Rockets star James Harden was traded by the Brooklyn Nets to the Philadelphia 76ers. In his first game for the 76ers last night, Harden scored 27 points and 12 assists to help the 76ers achieve a blowout win against the Minnesota Timberwolves, 133-102. Finally, this afternoon, here at Indo-American News Radio, we are devoted to our sponsor, Wendy's, but there's a local fast food franchise that has a devoted following, Whataburger. One such devotee is Chris Miller, who used to visit Whataburger in Lubbock, but then he moved to Colorado, where there are no Whataburgers. Finally, on Wednesday at 11 a.m., a Whataburger chain opened in Colorado Springs. While about 100 people waited in their cars in the takeout line, Miller waited several hours at the door in sub-zero cold weather to be the first to buy his burger. Miller said it was worth the wait and rated the burger at 10 out of 10. That's all the news for now. More news, views, discussions, and music as we continue with the Indo-American News Talk Show. Uh, that is a dedicated Whataburger pre. Yes.
drive for long distance. Maybe he doesn't even live in Colorado Springs. Maybe yeah, somewhere probably. in Colorado, right? That's true. Wow, that's I like amazing. Whataburger burgers, actually. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah, I did yeah. too. Uh, I don't think I've had one. Oh, I like their uh, chicken fajita sand, uh, sandwich rap? also. Oh. Right. Rap, no, no, it's not that I eat a lot of burgers, but, but I, whenever, you know, you whenever do. I do, Whataburger. Now I'll have to try one. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And, uh, you know... Um, Wendy's actually has improved their hamburgers quite a bit, so they are really tasty now. Yeah. So, by the way, talking about Wendy's, uh, we are giving away two coupons for small combo meals at Wendy's if you answer a simple question. So, here, the question is, and this, this by the way, the, the coupons are uh, given by uh, Oberoi Holdings, who, who uh, Ricky Oberoi was here last week, but they own uh, several franchises of Wendy's. And so, there, they uh, gave us the coupons. The, the question is this, in which city was Wendy's, is, is Wendy's headquartered? Um. Which city is Wendy's headquarters? Which city and state is the headquarters of Wendy's? So but if two, you get two weeks back, I had called with an answer, but no. Uh, but no, no. But you can, you you cannot You're answer. Not, uh, I cannot, but eligible. I, w- I for my education. <laughs> why are there patties square or something uh, like no, that? No, yeah. Right. The what was the answer to it? They don't cut corners. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I don't but this one is reason. is pretty simple. Okay. You know, if you know the answer to this, call at two eight one two seven seven six eight seven four. Where is the headquarters of Wendy's, uh, the the burger uh, franchise uh, company? Uh, 281-277-6874. And we will be going to uh, Sean Tier after the commercials that are coming. He's already called in, and uh, he's going to be educating us on several things like DWI, DW, uh, DUI, uh, road rage, et cetera, et cetera, and uh, what the differences there are. So I'm looking forward to it. Yes, certainly. You want to make the announcement about the Indo-American Association shows coming up? Yes, absolutely. Sanchali, thank you for reminding me. The um, Indo-American Association uh, of Houston is uh, a very old association, but they uh, the 2022 season is actually going to be in person. Thank God for that, huh, Promote? Yeah, yeah after it's two years. It's been too long, yeah. And the first uh, act that they're bringing in is Ricky Cage. And he's doing a One Earth concert, and we will be listening in when Ricky actually calls in a little later on today. And then after that, they have uh, Abby V, Rashika Shekhar, uh, they'll have Rukmini Vijay Kumar, Andean, A- Andean, like the from the Andes, Andes, Andes Andean Indian melodies of folklore from South America and India. Uh, Dr. El Subramanian with the Houston Symphony, Indian Raga making classical cool. And uh, that's uh, two more. Ustad Sujat Khan, Yejo Desh Hai Mera. That's a uh, celebrating Gandhi Jayanti in October. And they will have several more of these. So I think it's a great lineup. Uh, so we have what? One, three, and four, seven, plus two, nine. Nine events. Nine events that are going to be coming through the uh, through the IAA, and and actually every month we are going to have these people with us. Yeah. On Jyoti's program. Yes, certainly. So, so folks, don't go away. We'll be back after these messages from our sponsors and advertisers. 
न्यूज रेडियो इंडिया न्यूज यूएस न्यूज वर्ल्ड न्यूज मूवी रिव्यूज एंड लोकल कम्युनिटी राउंड अप एवरी सैटरडे फोर टू सिक्स पी एम ऑन मसाला नाइनटी एट पॉइंट सेवन एफ Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorneys and Counselors at Law specializes in immigration over 35 years of experience. New reforms are coming to the old immigration system. Now is the time to get all your immigration questions answered. Attorney George Willie offers free initial one-on-one consultation every Thursday at 9:30 a.m. on Masala Radio 98.7 FM. Willie Nanayakra and Associates Attorney 14141 Southwest Freeway. Visit gwrpc.com. Call two eight one two six five two five two two. Indo American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie reviews and local community roundup every Saturday four to six p.m. on Masala ninety eight point seven FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali, and I'm Pramod. Indo American News Radio. And we are going to be going directly to our first guest, Pramod. Yes, uh, I'm very pleased to welcome Sean Terry. He's uh, District Attorney's Office. He was born and raised in Houston, and he went to the University of Houston and the University of Houston Law School. He has a BA in History and Political Science, and he went on to get his JD degree. and interned at the Harris County DA's office in 2005 after graduating law school he has worked for the DA's office since 2005 and right now he is the division chief of the vehicular crimes division so welcome Sean to our radio show thank you guys i'm really happy to be here Oh, wonderful! Glad to have you. There's a little uh, feedback in there, Sean. Uh, I, I just heard that too. Let me see. You'll probably have to turn the volume of your radio down or off. Yeah, off is better. Let's see. Is that? Yeah, that yes, better? much better. Much better. Yes. Okay. Good. S- say something like like pronounce your name for us. <laughs> <laughs> Sean Tear. It's just like you cry. There's okay. random okay. e on the end. For No reason. Well, <laughs> we're going to have to talk about a lot of things that will bring tears to our eyes. Right. <laughs> yes, uh, starting, exactly. That's true. <laughs> starting first with what is the difference between DUI and DWI? I always thought and they were the same thing. About driving under the influence, influence and driving while intoxicated. Yeah. yeah. And in in Texas, effectively, they are the same thing. Oh. Um, we. We don't differentiate. Um, you know, people talk about DUI if, if someone's on drugs or something like that. But in Texas, it does not. They're, they're interchangeable, effectively. The actual charge is called DWI, driving while intoxicated, but it encompasses alcohol, um, illicit drugs, prescription drugs, even some over-the-counter drugs can wow. can cause you to be. Impaired to the point where you shouldn't be driving. Right, sure. like if you take some Claritin and you're driving, and suddenly you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Typically, Claritin's okay, but we do see we have had some with Benadryl. You know, some oh, people that okay. it truly makes them over overly drowsy or things yeah. like that, and then they're not in their right mental capacity to drive. Could That's you true. could you get arrested for that? You could. 
You're yeah. And you the problem lost. is Benadryl is over the counter, you know, so it doesn't, That's no right. one really pays attention to those special messages that are attached to uh, prescription medications. Yeah, I think that, if you... exactly right. Uh, the, if you the speed... Thing that, the thing that I point out all the time is when you see on the on the labels of the prescription bottles that it says don't operate heavy machinery, uh, they may have a picture of a forklift or, or a big truck, but a car is a 5,000-pound heavy machine. Yeah, that's true. Absolutely. So that's what they're telling you not to operate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I think the best clue that people give um, to police officers is if they're driving erratically or if they're speeding or driving too slow. That's exactly right. They, we're, they're, the, the officers are out there looking, you know, for any number of things. The ones we typically see are not being able to maintain a single lane of traffic, weaving in and out, um, driving driving too fast, and, and as you said, driving too slow is a, is a pretty telltale sign a lot of times. What do you... Um, uh, so let's say that you, are, you had some Benadryl and you got stopped and you got a citation for it, right? Now... Would that be considered, uh, if you got like three of these uh, offenses on Benadryl, would then they revoke your license? So in, in Texas, um, DWI is not a, a site, uh, not a ticket offense. It is an offense you go to jail for. Oh, my oh, goodness. Wow. So, under, so if, you, if you were driving under the influence of Benadryl, you could go to jail? Yes. Correct. Correct. Uh, and, and again, it's got to be to s- such an extent that the language we use is that you've lost the normal use of your mental or physical faculties. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the vast majority of us and, and adults that, that have taken Benadryl before, it's not going to affect you to the point where you're, you're incapable of driving. Uh, you're um, right. Uh, Sean, uh, is there a, has there been an increase in such vehicular crimes? It, absolutely. We've seen, um, you know, we've seen a, a pretty big uptick um, in the last probably 15 years uh, about vehicular crimes. And when I'm speaking of vehicular crimes, a lot of people think we're talking auto theft and things like that. Uh-huh. Our vehicular crimes are intoxication manslaughters, uh, oh, manslaughters yeah. uh, with, with just speed and not an intoxicating aspect to it, or um, intoxication assaults where people are seriously injured in crashes, things like that. Those are the vehicular crimes we're talking about and so we've seen an increase long term and even with the pandemic we've seen an, an uptick as well which is not something we really anticipated but but we have seen we have seen a, a, a upward trend uh, i was told that when something like this happens a, 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 an accident like this happens on the road that you actually do go to the site uh, to to check it out is that true it is. We have a we have a team of, of dedicated prosecutors that are all in our vehicular crimes division. They're on a rotating basis. Um, they're they're on call for one week and then they're off for five and then they go back on call. Um, I'm as the supervisor. I go to probably more than um, more than anyone else. I'm I'm effectively on call always, but the only ones that I'm mandated to go to are the ones that are involving officers, the ones that are involving children under 10, and uh, multiple fatalities. So a, a double or a triple or more, then I'm going to be out there no matter what. Uh, i got to follow up on that, Sean. The, 
they, these must be really gruesome sights. I mean, you go there, yeah. the people are dead or maybe yeah. maimed or, or, you know, torn up. Correct. Huh? I have happened to see one on 59. I was going to work early in the morning on a Saturday and I mm -hmm. see this dead man, you know. I, I can never get that sight out of my mind. He, he was on the side and the police had still not arrived. So everyone was just avoiding those lanes and taking the... Right. Yeah, what, how do you deal with this thing, Sean? Um, you know, it, I think it's very akin to the way that, that emergency room doctors or, or the, the first responder police have to deal with it. At some point, you've got to become um, somewhat detached from it and look at it as a, a purely evidentiary um, setting. You know, if, if you've been out there in enough, in enough settings or enough cases, you don't really picture them as, as a normal civilian would. You're, you're looking at it as how this happened and, and how can you put this together eventually for, for 12 members of the community to, to see that justice is done for, for the victims and their families. I think cell phone usage should also be considered under this. Like it's also an influencer, almost an intoxicator, you know, because oh, cell it phones is. cause a lot of, and I happen to end up taking defensive driving quite a bit. Uh, but, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I do keep reading, you have to read all these statistics and it's so scary, you know. Uh, the numbers keep going up and you see these pictures of these crashes. Any thoughts on that? Yes, and, and it is a... It is a factor that we use in determining whether someone was reckless in their behavior, which would rise to the level of a, of a manslaughter, even if a person wasn't intoxicated. Um, so we, in every crash, we, we seize the, the at-fault driver's cell phone, um, and we forensically download them to see if they were on their phone, if they were, what app they had up, um, what they were doing on the phone. Really? Uh, so we look at all of those, all of those components to, to ensure that, you know, we've, if there's a criminal charge, because some of these cases are truly traffic accidents, True. but some of them are, are crashes that rise to the level of criminality. So right. we want to make sure we've got it all together and right. And as you said, cell phones are a huge, they play a huge role in a lot of the crashes that we investigate. That's true. Uh, Sean, tell us about your efforts uh, uh, that you have led to trace the source of alcohol from a crash scene back to where the motorist was served. How is that a game changer? So we, we were able to obtain a, uh, a grant from Texas Department of uh, uh, TxDOT, Texas Department of Traffic Safety. Uh -huh. And they supported they, they fund an additional prosecutor and an additional investigator. And when we are at the scene of these crashes, um, we, we have a prosecutor who is there that is looking forward, meaning he's figuring out what happened at the crash and how we're going to prosecute that person who's ultimately responsible for someone's death. But then we have another prosecutor that's going backwards. And we do that in a number of different ways. We look for receipts. We take all of the all of the credit cards and debit cards that the suspect had on him, and we we get the information about where they had been used last. Mm. And as quickly as we can, we go back if they were drinking at an establishment. We get all of the records, all of the surveillance cameras, whatever we can get from that spot to see who else helped that person get to the level of intoxication that took this person's life. Mm. And we hold those people accountable as well. If like they, a nightclub. 
or a restaurant. It, exactly. A nightclub, a restaurant, anything of that nature. We go back and there are criminal charges for over-serving or for serving alcohol to minors. And we, you know, we charge the servers, we charge the managers, anyone that profited and put their profits over the public safety have to face the music, so to speak, as well. Um, and in doing that, we have seen so much compliance from the good establishments. The, oh. the vast majority of these places out here, they want to be good neighbors and, and good community So, so, so. W- what do they do? Do they say, hey, uh, uh, sir, you've, had, you've had too much. Can we get that's you an exactly, Uber? That's exactly right. And, th- and that's, what, that's what they should do. Because when you take on the, the massive responsibility of serving effectively the only legal drug, um, you know, to people for just recreation, then you've got to also accept the responsibility of, of the aftermath of, of what happens when people leave your spot. So, yes, their their job. Yeah, and Sean, safe. I think uh, each of us have a personal responsibility if we have a party at home, and we should not push uh, a call uh, on uh, some of our guests uh, and some who may not... Uh, be able to handle it too well. That's exactly right. Because you could be charged. Yeah. You could uh, be charged. Yeah. So you find these establishments, but you don't close their businesses down? It, it all depends. Okay. Um, you so could find them, I suppose. The, we do have the ability to file um, Chapter 125 civilly, Chapter 125 nuisance um, lawsuits, meaning if, if a place is bad enough over a long enough period of time, then, then you we can, can go it. in and okay. say that, that they're a public nuisance and they don't mm. have the ability to be open anymore. Okay, I have a question. We have seen case after case of drunken motorists literally driving the wrong way on major roadways, such as yes. 610. How common is this? It, it's, it's shockingly way too common. Yeah. Um, I, I would say that we probably, on average, um, have about 10 of those type of fatalities a year. Oh, oh my wow. So, yeah, you know, you start thinking about that. I, I, I want to relate to a personal uh, instance uh, episode that happened to me. I was in college, and in college, everyone's wild and crazy. So this one right. guy, he had his, he had the only car among like five roommates. So he he took us out and and we went bar hopping from one place to the other. This guy was Greek, but that has no bearing on it. But he was just very gregarious, <laughs> and and so he was drunk as a skunk and then we were all you know giggling away thinking you know things are fine and cool right there at 610 and and woodway instead Mm -hmm. of making the turn there's a turn you get on north post oak lane instead of making that turn going there he went on the off ramp oh and we started driving (laughs) on the freeway going backwards Oh gosh, I, man, I was so scared. But it happens very often. Yeah. So really how did he stop? Especially in Houston. He he didn't stop. Uh, he t- he made a U-turn on the freeway oh, my. at two in the morning. Yeah. Oh gosh, it we, happened. Yeah, we were very lucky we didn't get hit. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 terrifying. I've been I've I've been on my way to scenes, you know, at, at two thirty three four in the morning, and seen people driving the wrong way drive right past me and it is it is terrifying yes yeah uh, let's talk about uh, road rage uh, road rage incidents 
mm-hmm. is that very common these days especially since the gun control laws have been loosened uh, it is definitely very common uh, and it is it is certainly it is certainly increased uh, whether or not that's at least partially uh, related to the relaxing of, of gun laws these days in Houston we are hearing a case of you know shooting like every week almost every one, day one, every day almost every yes, day. It's just, oh, I agree it's it's un, it's unbelievable yeah. Um, yeah I think that we've seen a lot more of it since the pandemic um, and I you know I, I some of that has to be just the level of stress that that everyone is is dealing with yeah, how the uh, economy has regarding been this. When I exactly. first, yeah, when I first moved to uh, Houston in 1975, uh, I used to see these pickup trucks with a gun rack in the back. Uh, <laughs> I know. Yeah, that's how you know you're in Texas. I know. <laughs> uh, I don't see that much, but uh, the incidence of uh, road violence has really increased. It it ha- it has. It's it's gone. It's kind of gone crazy. So, is carrying um, a gun in your car legal? It is. It is. It, it has been for a number of years uh, in Texas, and and now there used to be what they called a travel presumption. So you could carry a gun in your car if you were traveling, you know, overnight or something like that. Um, but that that in the last few years has gone away. So you, as long as you're not committing another crime, i.e., DWI or something like that then you are legally allowed to have a gun in your car regardless of whether or not you have a license. And oh. it, it as can long be as you're not a convicted felon. And it could it could be loaded. Correct? Yeah. Wow. Uh so in that situation uh Sean can you tell us how best uh, we can avoid uh, a road road rage incident and then if it does happen what's the best way to report a incident of that type? any type of a roadway incident like that, your very first call should be to 911. Um, Don't worry about a non-emergency line, anything like that. We've seen way too many people lose their lives or be seriously hurt um, that that don't even get the opportunity to call. So the first call is 911 if you even suspect something like that is about to happen. Um, I would say that the easiest or the best way to avoid becoming involved in something like that is to keep a cool head. Um, you know, the, the, the honking, the, the driving angrily, trying to cut people off or, or reacting angrily when you get cut off is sadly the fastest way to be involved in something like that. That's uh, that, true. A road rage. Because yeah. it's, it's, it's likely not going to be you pulling out the gun, but you it's never other know guy. who has a gun or mm. who is just at their, at their wit's end and, and is going to, to truly snap. So just be a good, a good motorist and, and understand that if you get cut off, you know, missing, missing the first two minutes of whatever, wherever you're going is not the end of the world. That's true. So what's the best way to report a road rage incident? Just, just 911. Oh, um, okay. Yeah. Even if, even yeah. if I'm <laughs> getting road rage at you, not oh, paying okay. attention Sorry, to this. Sorry, <laughs> I was, uh, they were texting me from work. <laughs> so you're distracted while uh, doing the I'm radio show. I'm already distracted, yeah. No wonder we I keep taking a, uh, defensive driving. We should huh? have a police officer <laughs> come and take you away. <laughs> so, uh, Sean, we're going to be going to a commercial break in about 30 seconds, and we'll be back with you after that. So please don't go away. Uh, and folks... Uh, 
we're talking to Sean Tear, who's the uh, division chief of the Vehicular Crimes Division at the Harris County DA's office, learning a lot of good stuff. So don't go away, folks. We will be back after these messages. This is Indo-American News Radio, and we are at 281-277-6874. News Radio, India News, U.S. News, World News, Movie Reviews, and Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday, 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. पिछले दो सालों में बहुत कुछ बदला और अगर कुछ है जो नहीं बदला वो है महाराजा के हीरे The most beautiful diamonds precisely crafted in eternal designs Maharaja best quality diamonds at even better prices Maharaja bringing diamonds to life 5821 Hillcroft 7134806776 Embassy Suites, two locations, Energy Corridor and Katie. On your stay, come and relax in our indoor pool or host your meeting in style. Schedule a tour and check our beautiful state-of-art ballroom. The perfect location for parties and weddings. Continental and South Asian cooking in-house. Outside catering also allowed. Embassy Suites. For bookings, call Anam Shabbir, 832-391-6259. Looking for fresh homemade spices? Chandrika Masala is the place. Chandrika Masala Retail Outlet at Factory Location, 13220 Morphy Road. Chandrika Masala, 100% homemade spices, attas and chutneys. 713-789-3088. Chandrikamasala.com. 713-789-3088. वो बरसों पुराना स्वाद यहाँ कहाँ बरसों पुराना स्वाद अरे भुजिया का उसके लिए एरे गहरे नहीं भुजिया के एक्सपर्ट्स चाहिए बिकानो इधर लाओ इधर लाओ तुम कह रहे थे वो स्वाद कहाँ भुजिया मतलब बिकानो जो बनती है बरसों पुरानी खास ओरिजिनल रेसिपी और बेस्ट क्वालिटी के इंग्रेडिएंट्स से हमसे बेहतर भुजिया को जाने कौन बरसों ऐसी बिकानो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड बाई सुपीरियर ट्रेडिंग डालस एंड अवेलेबल इन ऑल लीडिंग स्टोर ऑफ टेक्सिस Indo American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod Indo American News Radio Hi everyone we're back again with Sean Tier who's with the Harris County DA's office he's the division chief of the vehicular crimes division Uh, and Sean, there was a caller, uh, a listener who just called in. He had an qu- interesting question. Uh, okay. His question was, what happens, what's the correct protocol to handle a situation where you're in an HOV lane and somebody's honking behind you, wants to get through, et cetera, et cetera, and, in, and, and is, you know, wagging his finger or, or in, in just before he gets into full road rage? What do you do? You know, it's... Try to diffuse the situation as best as possible. Um, so don't flip him know, the finger and keep on driving. <laughs> that would probably not be <laughs> ideal in these days. Um, but but just you know, it, just like I said about getting cut off, if you have someone who's obviously enraged at something that is uh, that is pretty minute like that, you know the best case is to just distance yourself. Um, the first exit from the HOV that you can do. 
exit and then get back on at the next one. Um, you know, whatever you can do to extricate yourself from that is the is the best thing to do. Um, because as I said, you you don't know who has a gun. You don't know who has has lost some grip on reality and might just begin shooting. And oftentimes, you know, you see like a couple of cars, one following each other very close and they're like zigzagging through the traffic and you're like, you know, totally scared as to, and before you know where, you know, they've already passed you and gone, but they're driving very responsibly, very erratically, and you can't even report them. You can't even, you know, get their number plates and they're gone. So, right. so that puts and you in a road rage. <laughs> it scares me. I, 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 they are probably in some kind of a, you know, game. I think there are some sports. It's kind of a sport, yeah, I think. Some young kids probably. No, there's that. a name for that sport, I think. But, you know, the other, uh, you have control over your own driving. You have no control over other people's driving. So that is the issue, you know. How do you protect yourself? What do you do in these cases? Yeah, that's the essence of defensive driving. I know. I mean, yeah. I will slow down and just look at them. But, you know, it's I, very... Uh, irresponsible back in my younger years when i was in college once again you know my friend who had that car and driving on the wrong side of the freeway um i was i was actually driving a car and uh, i was following somebody a bit too closely i guess and then the guy got behind me that's called tailgating and he shot at, he shot at me he why shot, were you wow. tailgating he, in he the shot, first place he shot through my car and the bullet <laughs> Fortunately, it, it it went through, you know, the big, those were big cars back then. So it, it didn't go, uh, it went into the trunk and stopped there, I guess. But I was shocked when I parked the car and I saw the bullet hole. And sometimes oh, they wow. come right in front of you and just break right in front of you, you know? Mm -hmm, yeah. mm -hmm. So, Sean, uh, the best thing to do is to keep a level head, huh? That's, that's exactly right. Because everyone's got a gun in, in Texas. <laughs> in Texas, the odds are the odds are in their favor that they have a gun. Yes. Yeah. And Sean, as the chief in vehicular crimes, what do you most want the public to understand about vehicular crimes? Um, you know that every time that you turn on a car and uh -huh. get behind the wheel, yes, you are effectively loading a gun. Right. Um, you know, a gun is a tool. A car is a tool. They are both deadly weapons. And that's the thing that, that the vast majority of my defendants don't understand. Um, that a car can kill someone much easier and, and much faster than even a gun if it's used the wrong way. And we see so many of those every single year of people that just, that just don't understand the severity of, of what they've done when they when they start a car and get behind the wheel. John, uh, Sean, uh, we've got maybe about three minutes before we have to let you go and be our next guest, but I have a, a pertinent question. What are the penalties for for being charged with road rage or DWI? So DWIs go all the way from a Class B misdemeanor for your first offense. It's up to six months in jail. Um a second offense is up to a year in jail. A third or more offense is up to 10 years in prison. Whoa. If you're intoxicated, if you're DWI and you kill someone, you can face up to 20 years in prison. Wow. Um, if, and so that's, that's kind of the universe of the DWI. Yeah, that's world. a life-changing um, uh, oh, incident. Absolutely. What about road absolutely. rage? 
So road rage is if you brandish a weapon and shoot at someone or, or just threaten them with a gun, that's an aggravated assault up to 20 years in prison. Oh, wow. If you shoot and kill someone, that is a murder, regardless of if it's road rage or not, and that is up to life in prison. Wow. So, so they, these are harsh the penalties. Second you, the second you pull out a gun and show it to someone on the street, you jump past all of the misdemeanors and everything else, and you're facing up to 20 years in prison for your first offense. Wow. Well, Jawar, you should have reported the guy who shot at you. Well, back <laughs> the, <laughs> the statute of limitations is probably run on that one. Yeah, it's gone. And Sean, what about uh, not a gun, but uh, if somebody is brandishing a knife or a even a baseball bat? Uh, I, those those are both um, deadly weapons, uh-huh. knife and a baseball bat, if used in a in a manner consistent with trying to hurt someone. And those are just like brandishing a firearm. Oh, that okay. So it's equivalent then. Okay. Oh, good to right. know. Well, Sean, thank you so much for joining us. We re- really have learned quite a bit, and I hope it's enough to scare everybody about you know what to uh, not to to drink and drive. Basically, hold your liquor well if you can. Uh, I hope so too. Thank you guys very much for having me. That was a blast. Well, thank you so much. We, folks, we were talking to Sean Tier, who's the Division Chief of the Vehicle Crimes Division at the Harris County D- uh, District Attorney's Office. And uh, we bring you uh, people from the DA's office from every month, actually, because we've got an arrangement from them to, to be able to educate the public on certain things, and this is one of them. Sean, thank you once again. We yeah, really enjoyed it. we appreciate it. your time. Thank you, guys. That was fun. All right, then. Take care. Right. Bye-bye. 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 So uh, we are going to go to our next guest, uh, who's already calling in. Ooh. It's Mr. George Willie. Our favorite guest. Our, Mr. George Willie is um, someone who's, uh, who we've known for many, many years, Promote. Yes, he's the premier uh, immigration attorney in Houston. Right, and, and, and a good friend and, and, uh, and a, a very big supporter of ours. Uh, George is originally from Sri Lanka, and he's been in Houston for um, close to 35 years or so, I think. Yes, uh, and Jawar mentioned the name of his firm. Willie uh, uh, Nan- Nanayakara. <laughs> That's right, Nanayakara. I can Nanayakara. say it now, yes. George, did I say that right? Well, yeah, you did. You came close. Oh. <laughs> you know, you, 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 you know, it's funny how we can never get a get a, a, a name that we are not used to, sort of a foreign name. Right. That's the way that that they say it, right? So, so actually, it's pronounced Nanakara. Nanakara. Hey, I got it. Nanakara. <laughs> but now right. India is playing Sri Lanka now, you know, and I'm getting used to all these Sri Lankan names. There you go. Yeah. But George, what about his first name? Yeah, so he is Chiranjaya Nanakara. Okay. Uh, so, uh, and and uh, as I said, the end, you know, the, obviously it's an A, so people tend to say Nanakara. No, yes. it's Nanakara. It's more, oh, more it's pronounced like an E at the end, not oh, an okay. A. Okay. It's like Jaiwar the name. 
Actually, you know, the, the origins of the Sinhalese place are kind of shrouded in, in mystery, but, uh, but uh, the, 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 the prevailing, you know, the, the, the theory is that they migrated from the Orissa area. That's really? That's where they yes. came from. Well, the yeah, names the do Orissa. have an Indian flavor to them. They do have. They do have. Yeah. And, uh, and also, you know, the Bengal... You know, Orissa, that region is where they came from. And, you know, matter of fact, there's a there's a strong, uh, uh, you know, resemblance, even the facial features mm. to okay. that region. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, it's interesting. I, and and even the even the names uh, sound that way. And uh, because uh, you know the, uh, the 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 story of the of the origins of. Uh, Uh, of uh, of the Sinhalese people uh, in in a, in a in a in a book that they they have maintained for for, for centuries and centuries uh-huh. it says that that uh, that a prince from India by the name of Vijay came to to Sri Lanka that's how the they this the, the the whole Sinhalese race began I see. and he came and uh, uh, and he married the tribal queen. Of uh, Sri Lanka. Oh, okay. uh, I see. And then, uh, then they 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 had children, and then uh, he then went to India again. Now this time to the south to get some uh, brides for his uh, his his this group of uh, you know his his friends, and uh, and he of course helped himself also with a few brides. <laughs> <laughs> he married well, but he didn't. But uh, he wanted more. I guess those were from Tamil Nadu, huh? Yeah. So he, yeah, yeah from so Tamil Nadu, of, uh, intermingling of different races. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yeah. So, so there's an interesting mix. Interesting mix. So yeah. that 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 Orison married well, and came back for more. <laughs> yes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so George, uh, so he abandoned. He abandoned the uh, the tribal queen, oh, okay. and he brought the brides from the south. And uh, you know that's how uh, the 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 Sinhalese race supposedly began. And uh, so so when they they're a they're a very rich culture. They've got uh, their 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 language is also kind of laced with Pali. Ah. Uh huh. Uh, yeah, so, so the Pali in that language too. So and Georgia, kind of, yeah, are they Buddhist or, or is there a Sinhalese religion? So they are no, they are Buddhist. Oh, okay. They consider they they, they consider that to they, they 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 think that they have the purest Buddhist, oh, okay. uh, you know, philosophy and theory. And in many ways, it's true because they kind of maintain the so the pristine uh, part of the Buddhist uh, philosophy. Sure. I think and, uh, and Buddhism was introduced to Sri Lanka by King Ashok. Uh, 
Uh, yes, mm. certainly. Yes. Yeah. Right. Yes, that's true. Right. Right. So, so uh, uh, now, folks, you you've seen another aspect, another side of George Willie, the one who has a historian. A, his uh, his a very a great deal of knowledge about history, and George has a, a degree in philosophy, before he got his degree as a uh, as a lawyer. Yeah. So yeah. that's. Um, so it's always a pleasure talking to him. George, now you also are a very loyal Democrat. And what do you think about all this stuff that's going on on the border with, uh, with uh, Governor Abbott just throwing people in jail and yet not being able to deport them because he has no jurisdiction over this? That's right. That's right. You know, I think uh, Governor Abbott should be careful because he's entering into an area which doesn't belong to him. Right? Uh, many... Uh, many moons ago, uh, the, uh, the, the power for all the immigration, actually, the states did have power over immigration. However, they, they, they relegated that to the federal government. Right. Okay. And, and, the, and, the, and the federal government, you know, when they came and they formed the union, they, they, they relegated that to the federal government. And therefore, the states don't have any, any power over immigration. Now, what he is trying to do is he's trying to make this a a security issue, right? And in, in other words, you know, people are coming in from from another country into the, into Texas, and therefore, I mean, he has jurisdiction over that. I mean, he he most certainly has, you know, so, so security is part of his 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 powers. So he's saying, yeah, well, you know, I'm exercising that power, uh, but you know, obviously, that's political. Uh, he's, he's trying to show up to the to the extreme right that he is serious about these uh, these people coming in. Correct. While what, while he thinks it's a security issue, but they are presenting it as an immigration issue. So uh, and, and immigration is, you know, as we all know, uh, it's a flashpoint. Well, for, uh, the reason I bring that up is I wanted to ask if you have uh, any. Been been approached by any people who are in federal jail there by the border, looking for some help in immigration. Occasionally we do, we do, uh, but you know it is it is far away down there, uh, and so so you know we either refer them to people locally there on, on the, near the border uh, because they have access easy access to them and so forth and so on. But there are organizations that, that have approached us, and, you know, whatever help we can give, we do. Yeah, and George, uh, some of those coyotes uh, are also bringing in mm -hmm. uh, people from yeah. uh, South Asia, uh, of mm -hmm. Indian origin. And interestingly, last month there was a family mm -hmm. on the Canadian border that froze mm -hmm. to death because they were tra yeah. trying to cross from Canada into the U.S. Yeah. And uh, so it's a very tragic situation. There are horrible tragedies like that, yeah. you know, and you realize how desperate people are uh, yeah. to come to the United States, uh, and then, you know, they pay such high price for it. That's you know, true. remember, I mean, these people sometimes, you know, they come crossing so many countries, you know, they, they arrive somewhere way down, way south of the of the border, okay, in Honduras or, or, or you know, any of those countries, and Nicaragua. Uh, so they they come they by foot by by courtiers who are who are driving them up here, but they cross so many countries and they want to come to the United States. 
and 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 they come here and they declare themselves, you know, refugees or whatever. It's a very sad thing, very sad thing, and it also reflects of the desperate situation some of these people are, you know, in in their own countries. George, you know, uh, so. hold on to that thought. We're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly, mm-hmm. and we'll be back with you after the commercial break, folks. We're talking yes. to George Willie, who is an eminent uh, immigration attorney here in Houston. He's been in practice for almost thirty-five years. And uh, we will be talking to him about the the new uh, training visas that yes. have been extended from one year to three years and the steps that the people can take in order to change their status. And also about the new Supreme Court. Oh, Supreme she wants to talk about yeah, Ketanji. Yes. Okay. <laughs> but uh, don't go away, folks. This is Indo-American News. You can always call us at 281-277-6874. And we'll be talking to George Willie, who will educate us on all these matters. You're listening to Masala Radio, 107.5 KGLK, HD4, Lake Jackson, and 98.7 FM, K254BZ, Fairbanks. Masala! It's the final days of the President's Day savings and exclusive furniture, and it absolutely ends Tuesday. We have tons of inventory in stock, so you don't have to wait. Our warehouse is full of beautiful inventory, and it's ready to be delivered. And this week, get 25% off all your furniture purchase. That's right, you have one more week to save 25% off all furniture and accessories. We have it in stock, so you can get it right away. Only at Exclusive Furniture, where low prices live! This is Shariar. Come visit us at my Kalachi, Sugarland, and Dallas. Fusion of Pakistani and Indian cuisines. We specialize in kebabs and karais. If you ever have our Loki Kahalwa, I bet you will come back for more. Kalachi Fine Dining. Come visit the Sugarland location, 59 and Williams Trace, next to Home Depot. For catering, call 281 240 0786. The best Pakistani and Indian fusion. In Houston. This is Sheriar. Yeah, Kolachi Kikahani. This is Sandhya Tucker, and yes, I just had full face and neck all therapy at Amerijuve. Truthfully, it was a little uncomfortable as the energy zapped in deep to reactivate my own collagen. But the results are amazing. Chin lifted and tightened. Fine lines and wrinkles disappearing. Dark spots definitely faded. I am so excited. Optimum results are yet to come after three to six months and will last for years. For your complimentary all therapy consult, Call a marriage you 713 Indo-American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews And Local Community Roundup Every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM Hi, I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali And I'm Pramod Indo-American News Radio 
Welcome back, everyone. You're listening to Indo-American News Radio, and we have the privilege and honor of having Mr. George Willie with us, who's a very prominent immigration attorney in Houston and has been uh, practicing for over 30 years. So we always love to have him on our show, and we love how he can talk about so many different things besides law. So now we have to go back to law. So a lot of immigration laws have been changing since the Biden administration took office. And one of them has to do with training visas, which are an important first step for many to lawfully live in this country. So, Mr. Willie, we'd like to hear from you. What are your thoughts? So, uh, thank you. Uh, the, um, so, so training visas are basically what happens is there is a, some, there's a visa called J-1, okay? These are exchange visas mm-hmm. where people from foreign countries uh, can come to the United States. This is uh, administered by the Department of State. Uh, and they come here for short stints uh, to work, especially during the summer. And these are, you, you know, oftentimes these are students who are, let's say, for instance, they're doing a program in hospitality back in their homes, okay? So they're given an opportunity to come here and work in the hospitality industry. And the hospitality industry is the, the largest user of this visa, but, but it can be used also in several other industries, and it, it is used in several other industries. So what happens is they come for short periods of time uh, because it's a limited thing. It's a training visa, so they're supposed to come here and be trained. So, so many of these hotels, I mean, uh, you talk about uh, you know, Rich Carlton and, and all these big uh, hotels use these services. So it's a nice thing for them also. They get some people uh, from, from foreign countries. And, 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 and a lot of folks come from, the, from East Europe. Uh, and if you see sometimes in, in some of these bigger luxury hotels, you will hear the, the sort of the East European accent from these folks. So they come here and they work, and as you, we all know, there's been this huge shortage of, of employees uh, in the United States. It's a, it's a kind of a thing that we haven't faced in many, many years. Yeah, that's true. Our, I mean, our, in our memories that we can remember a shortage, you know, it's always, it seemed like we always had a little more than we needed, right? Yeah. And then, and with a little more than what we needed is usually good for the economy because it doesn't inflate your your your, your compensation. But now we are uh, faced you know, after the COVID nineteen, and you know it kind of swiped about you know millions and millions of people out of the labor market. And so the Biden administration, one of the things, and they're trying a lot of uh, these these measures, this uh, stopgap measures to to kind of remedy this thing. And this is one of them. It's a brilliant move. Uh, the the folks that come on these day one visas are allowed to stay here for longer periods, and so they are being given an extension depending on you know how how they got their original uh, visa for how long they got it, and then they are being asked to be they are being allowed to extend it without leaving the United States. Earlier, you had to go back to your country and get the extension at the consulate. Uh, but you know it's, it's done on a form called DS two zero one nine. So, 
So they they are allowed to do that while they're in the country. Well, that's that's great because they don't have the expense yeah. of the time to to go back. But what about um, students who graduate over here from an American university? They also can get uh, avail yeah. of this, right? Yeah, they, what they what they have that's so, so that is called the 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 the, the, the OPT the op- optional but, practical training, right? Right, so, but is that not also a J one visa at that point? No, no. That's an F one. It remains an F one. Uh-huh. Remains a student status. But yeah. it's it's so, still a training visa. Yeah, that is a training visa, uh, and and that's been a very successful, enormously successful uh, uh, visa. Now the, the 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 only thing is if you if you have a STEM degree, right? Uh-huh. Like you guys have, um, if you have a STEM degree, then it is extendable for an additional two years. Uh-huh. Because you get one year, you automatically get no matter what the degree is. You know, even basket weaving, you can get one year. Uh-huh. But uh, beyond that, you have to have STEM degrees. Uh-huh. And then and STEM is, as you know, yeah, so science, technology, engineering, and medicine, right? So so, so the, the, the four, for the, those categories. So if you have a degree in any of those things, then you have an additional two years of extension. And that's been enormously uh, useful for a lot of employees. I mean, employers as well, of course, the employees, but the employers have been ecstatic about that. And now with this extension, especially the industries that use J1 are the ones that have been hit really hard uh, by this, uh, by, by the pandemic. Yes, and uh, so 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 these guys are trying to, you know, help that, and and I think this is going to uh, help a lot of people. Lot oh, okay, George. Uh, no limits to the number of uh, number of uh, J ones that can be issued, also oh, like okay. the H one B. There's a cap, right? Yeah. Oh yes, oh that's great. Uh, that's very helpful, um, George. Uh, there's an article in Times of India uh, that says that the U.S. Uh, CIS has approved a, a rule that would expand uh, premium processing uh, for work permits for H-1B spouses, and that had been uh, a bottleneck for such a long time. Yes, it has been. It has been, and in se- several cases, it's been tragic because the you know spouses, you know, they first of all, you know, they got the right to work on the H-4. And then they, the delays in getting that approved and extensions approved have been a been an, uh, real problem. Um, now, I honestly don't know. I have not uh, read anything about a premium processing for that. Uh, and if that is true, and then I I, I will check that. If if that is true, yeah. My God, what a, what a, what a gift! What a gift! Yeah, it's a, it's an article in yeah. Times of India under the NRI uh, tab. Oh, I see. Okay. Okay. When yeah. was this we we can send you the uh, link in one or two days. Yeah, uh, back. We'll we'll sure. send you the link okay. certainly. Uh, uh, yeah. George, yeah. Uh, George. So, you know the Indian newspapers are the first to get the information. Let me tell you. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Another article, Before. George, uh, in Times of India as well. It's about yeah. the. Uh, EB-5 visa, uh, there are a f- lot of foreign investors and many of them Indian citizens who have sunk at least $500,000 each 
under the EB-5 investor visa program. But what has happened is uh, there's a huge delay in processing their visas. So some of them are planning to launch a lawsuit uh, in U.S. District Court uh, against the regional center program. So uh, what can you comment on that? Yeah, no, I'm very familiar with the EB-5 program. Uh, uh-huh. The so so there are a couple of things that are going on there, Pramod. Yes. One is one is uh, the the one that you're talking about, and so let's first address that. So what happened was the the regional center part of the of the EB-5 legislation, uh-huh. which was actually passed in 1991, just one year after the 1990 when they created the EB-5 program. Right. So the 99 legislation, there was a sunset provision to that. So every five years, they have to go back to Congress to renew it. It's called reauthorization. Uh-huh. Right? So it used to be routine. The Congress just kind of routinely just, just you know, reauthorized it. This time, when it came for renewal. Congress was all tied up in all this crazy stuff that was going on, including uh, the January, uh, you know, 60 issues and all that. So Congress didn't get to reauthorizing that. So so the reauthorization should have occurred last October. October is the fi- the, 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 the government's, you know, the, the financial the, the year, right? It starts October 1. That's when the visas are issued. And the reauthorization should have been issued on October 1. Congress never got around to it. Mm-hmm. So, therefore, those folks that had invested the money in regional centers, not the ones that invested in direct investment, uh-huh. that's the other, the, the 1990 statute, but the 1991 statute, which created the, the regional centers, that the, those folks have invested and the, and the regional centers that usually receive the money and process these things have been sitting on their hands, unable to do anything because it had not been reauthorized. Mm. No. Now, the reauthorization is coming. We are we have told that it's so, in the next so, few weeks, actually. So they can they avoid, the, avoid the lawsuit yeah. in that situation? Probably, probably. Yeah. And I think the lawsuit is a, is a, is a, is a, is a wonderful thing to do. Uh, I think a district court will probably, uh, you know, pull these guys, uh, the USCIS, into court and kind of drill them as to why this happened. Uh, so so the issue, so I think that's going to happen. Uh, and, and when it does happen, I understand there are going to be some changes. Oh. Uh, they are, now, you remember, we went back down to 500 after a court ruled that the, that the Trump appointee who made the changes was not properly appointed, and therefore it went back to 500,000 and a million. From right. nine hundred thousand to one point eight million, you call right now. Yes, so, yes. But when the new reauthorization is occurred, we are we are told, and this is not confirmed, but we understand uh, that uh, the five hundred is going to seven hundred thousand, uh-huh. and the and the million apparently is going to be dropped to nine hundred thousand. Oh, okay, well, I guess that's helpful. Uh. <laughs> that's going to be helpful. <laughs> so so, and, and then the other issue, of course is the processing. Uh-huh. Now, the, for India, the visa number is current. Yes. The, uh, you know, for the, uh, the EB-5 program, the visa numbers are current. Uh-huh. However, you know, unlike China, China is backed up 
for two, almost 12 years. Uh-huh. India is current. Now, the, the, the issue is when you file this application, you file it under what you call it I-526. They are taking two to three years to adjudicate it. Oh, wow. Okay, and that's the other complaint. And I bet you this lawsuit that whoever is planning to file will probably combine both issues. Uh-huh. Hey, George, George, uh, I wanted to uh, segue into something else uh, real quick before we run out of time. So the training visa thing that we talked about, how does one get from training visa to H-1B and uh, and then adjustment of status? Is that possible? Yeah, that's a good question, Jay. Um, So so what happens is... Technically, J-1 visas, you know, you kind of, people, people, when you say J-1, they kind of jump back and say, oh, my God, I don't want a J-1, because J-1 is usually a company, but it's known as a 212E restriction, which means after you finish your uh, J-1 project or whatever you came to do, you have to return to your country, and you have to stay in your country for two years before you can return to the United States, okay, with any visa. Uh However... There is a, there, so some J-1s don't have that restriction. And the, the, the training visas don't have that restriction. I see. So it is like any other visa. You can change it to anything you want. Okay. So people shouldn't shy away from the J-1 visas. Exactly. Not if it, is, uh, not if it does not have the 212 uh, uh-huh. restriction of the uh, foreign residency, two-year foreign residency requirements. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, what else? Uh, I think we have a caller who wants to talk to you, uh, Mr. Sure. Willie. George, we have a caller who's got a real quick question. Go ahead, caller. Yes. So, go ahead. Okay, is this Mr. Willie? Yeah, go ahead. I need go. to ask you a question. Like, uh, my son, you know, his, uh, his uh, passport is due, you know, for the naturalization. And uh, there's one question that, like, uh, you know, like, he came here at the age of 26, mm-hmm. uh, below 26. Now, he's like 31, but he did not uh, join that services, you know, like, the, they have, uh, you know, services, like the mm-hmm. Army or Navy. So, right, I mean, uh, right, when, right. when he's filling, filling that form, what, what do you think I should do now? They are not, they are not enforcing that anymore. You just say okay. that he was 26, he was above the age of... Uh, of uh, the requirement for him to uh, to enroll uh, to yeah. the conscript, uh, and therefore he's not uh, he's not subject to that. That's yeah. all you need. You, you mean uh, they're, they're not? They're okay. not. It's it's not a it's not a compulsory for that form. Yeah, not anymore. But what you need well, sometimes what we do is we, we he goes in, he gets online, tries to yeah. tries to enroll, right? And then yeah. it will say you you you're rejected because of for the fact that your age or whatever. And then you you take a screenshot of that and take it with you. Yes. Uh, but I think uh, they, they have they have a some kind of a question that you have to get a certificate from the services. How can we do that? Well, no, that's not required anymore. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you, caller, for your uh, interesting question, uh, Mr. Billy. I think it's almost time for us to go. Uh, do you want to uh, uh, tell the listeners how they should be able to contact you? And you sure. do have that so, free hour of consultation, correct? Yes, we, 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 you can call 
0800-265-2522. That's our main number. You call there and they'll, they'll take it from there. Uh, every Thursday we have, uh, you know, 30 minutes free consultations. And, uh, you know, everybody takes uh, advantage of that. And I, I What's the number again, George? 281? 281-265-2522. 2522. And everyone, we've been talking to George Willie from Willie Nanaya. Kara? Naneakara. Naneakara. Kara. LLC. But they, and I George think we need or, to have weekly training on this. George or, ch- his, uh, or Chiro from the, the, the uh, firm will be on uh, this in four weeks' time. So be sure to uh, tune in at that time. George, thank you so much for joining us and sharing all this. Thank you so much for having me. Yeah, have a, have a good weekend. Thank you. Bye-bye. We didn't get to talk about Ketanji Jackson, bro. Right. Yeah. Well, we're going to be going to a commercial break very shortly, and then hopefully by then we will have Ricky Kedge calling in, the, the composer, the Grammy-winning uh, composer and environmentalist calling in from Bangalore. So uh, Stay tuned, folks, and please do call us at 281-277-6874. FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Prabhon. Indo-American News Radio. वो बरसों पुराना स्वाद यहाँ कहाँ बरसों पुराना स्वाद अरे भुजिया का उसके लिए ऐरे गैरे नहीं भुजिया के एक्सपर्ट्स चाहिए बिकानो इधर लाओ इधर लाओ तुम कह रहे थे वो स्वाद कहाँ भुजिया मतलब बिकानो जो बनती है बरसों पुरानी खास ओरिजिनल रेसिपी और बेस्ट क्वालिटी के इंग्रेडिएंट्स से हमसे बेहतर भुजिया को जाने कौन बरसों ऐसी बिकानो डिस्ट्रीब्यूटेड बाई सुपीरियर ट्रेडिंग डालस एंड अवेलेबल इन ऑल लीडिंग स्टोर ऑफ टेक्सिस Indo American News Radio India News US News World News Movie Reviews and Local Community Roundup every Saturday 4 to 6 p.m. on Masala 98.7 FM Hi I'm Jawahar I'm Sanchali and I'm Pramod Indo American Indo-American News Radio Welcome back everyone you are listening to Indo American News Radio our phone number here is 2812776874 we'd love to hear from you we had a very interesting lineup today starting from water conservation protecting the environment then over to uh, who was our next guest the D- district attorney's yes, office shantier you tier and we talked about uh, what to do Uh, about the DUI, incidents. DWI, all kinds of stuff. Uh, road rage. Road rage, yeah, and then accidents. Uh, and we are waiting on Ricky Kedge to call in. He's having a little problem connecting uh, by uh, through our studio number, so he may be calling on myself. But Ricky Kedge is a composer. He's a Grammy award-winning musician and environmentalist. There he is. I can carry on with the introduction. Uh, well, I was going to play a song that he oh, had, okay. he has done. Or so. I can give his introduction. Sure. Yeah, go, go, right ahead. go ahead. Yeah. So, Ricky is a Ricky Kedge. He's a Grammy award-winning Indian music composer and environmentalist. He has performed at venues in over 30 countries, including at the United Nations headquarters in New York and Geneva. He was named a UNCCD land ambassador at the COP14 to raise public awareness about the challenges of land degradation, desertification and drought. He also serves as a UNESCO MGIEP global ambassador 
for kindness. UNICEF's celebrity supporter and is an ambassador for the Earth Day Network. In 2020, Kedge was named as the GQ Hero 2020 by GQ magazine. His awards include the United Nations Global Humanitarian Artist Award and is conferred with the title Youth Icon of India. Real Leaders, a signatory, a signatory to the United Nations, named Ricky Kedge as one of the 100 real leaders who inspire the future. The House of Commons, Parliament of Canada awarded Ricky for his outstanding musical and humanitarian achievement. And we are very honored and privileged to have Ricky Kedge with us, joining us all the way from Bangalore. Or Bangaluru, rather. So, welcome to our show, Ricky. How are you? And, and uh, we are happy to have... Thank you so much. So, Sheetal, Sheetal Bedi, who's the head of the Indo-American Association of Houston, had to patch him through her phone. Oh, okay. So, technology is wonderful, but thank you, Ricky, for being with us. Uh, thank you so much for having me. And, it's an honor. And thanks for waking up so early in the morning to join mm-hmm. us. Yeah. We really appreciate that. Oh, I haven't yet gone to sleep. Oh, you're an artist for sure. Yeah, that's right. (laughs) This this is Sheetal, and I will tell you that Ricky sleeps very little. No wonder he has uh, made all the achievements that he has, and he is a Grammy Award winner at the age of all of 41. He does not get any sleep. Wow, nice, nice. Well, we've already played one of your songs before in the earlier part of the show, uh, Shine Your Light. And and so we're going to play another Wonderful. song afterwards, Ganga. And uh, I've listened to Ganga yesterday, actually. Yeah. yeah. So I, there's a lot of buzz for you to be here in town, and uh, we are actually going to be giving away some tickets on in a contest very shortly afterwards. But uh, this is your first time in Houston, right? Yes, this will be my first time uh, performing in Houston. I've been to Houston once before, but for a very short period, but never performed in Houston. I see. So we're in for a treat. Uh, are you coming with a, a, a large <laughs> band of musicians? I mean, from what I saw, that that's... So I'm going to... Yeah, so pretty much. Uh, uh, they're going uh, to be about, uh, about uh, you know, nine musicians on stage, uh, including four musicians from Houston itself. Oh, uh, so uh, the there are going to be five of my regular musicians and four uh, musicians who are a string quartet from Houston. Uh-huh. So that's going to be pretty cool, and uh, yeah, super excited for all of us to perform together. So, how does that work? Do you all practice uh, over Zoom with the artists from Houston? Uh, yeah, so we have like a sort of like an understanding of what each musician needs to do during the concert because we've done this many, many times before. Like, for example, when we last performed in Vancouver, we performed with uh, members of the Vancouver Symphony. When we performed in London, we performed with members of the Royal Philharmonic Orchestra and uh, so on and so forth in every city. Uh, So these musicians are extreme professionals, uh, like the ones in Houston. And uh, what we do is that we send them the sheets of music. Uh, They go through that, you know, whenever they have the time. And then we have sort of like a call where we have a great understanding of what each musician needs to do at what point in time during the concert. Uh, and then we just need like one short rehearsal before the concert and we are set. How, how long is your uh, performance here in Houston going to be? Uh, so it's going to be about, uh, uh, in, including, a, uh, the, including an intermission, it's going to be about two hours. 
Oh, wow, okay. nice, nice. And do you have, you already have some tracks you've chosen that, that, is, that you want to play here, that you want to perform here, rather? Yeah, sure. Sure, we're going to be performing a whole lot of songs from uh, my past Grammy Award-winning album, uh, which uh, I won the Grammy Award in 2015 for. And uh, currently, I released an album uh, called Divine Tides, which is, uh, which is currently nominated for a Grammy, the Grammy Award ceremony is on April 3rd. Uh, so fingers crossed uh, about that, <laughs> about uh-huh. actually winning. And uh, so so we are not only going to be performing uh, the songs from that particular album at the concert, but also sort of celebrating this Grammy nomination with uh, everybody from Houston. All the very best for your future Grammy nomination. Yes. I listened to some of your compositions yesterday because I knew you were coming on our show. And I noticed your prominence of the flautist. I really fell in love with him. And then I saw, a, I don't even know what it's called, like a double flute that he was playing in one of your compositions. Is he going to be coming? Uh, no, but we have an Indian flute player uh, who is part of my new album, that is Divine Tide. Her name is Bari Jashri Venu Gopal. Uh, she's an absolute uh, prodigy, musical genius, and uh, you will completely fall in love with her. Uh, she is uh, not only a fantastic Indian and a Western flute player, but also a, uh, a really mesmerizing vocalist, uh, a singer. So she's going to be singing at the concert, and she's going to be performing the flute, and she's absolutely amazing. So, yeah, Ricky, uh, the... Um I, I listened to some of your albums before, and uh, you those most of those albums are new age music. And this 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 song yeah. uh, show your shine your light rather. That was a totally different type of uh, musical setup altogether. Right. It was very much um, uh, Yanni esque, should I say? Is that the right word? <laughs> <laughs> I would call it Yanni, yes, but yes, it has got uh, a lot more of a pop sensibility. And that's the kind of music that we will be playing at the Houston concert. Uh, it's got the sort of like the soul and the essence of India. But at the same time, it's very up-tempo, it's very energetic, uh, it's, uh, it's very danceable, and uh, it's very positive music. Uh-huh. So that is the kind of music that we will be uh, performing for. Uh, and that's the kind of regular performance music that we play. Uh, my recorded music is usually sort of like, you know, world music and new age. But my performed music is sort of pop versions of those particular songs. Ah, I see, I see. That's very good because uh, the uh, new age music is extremely relaxing. I love it, but uh, but I understand the, the need for uh, for more, more rhythm and so on. Uh, what about your... Um, Radio and television jingles because he's credited with over 3,500 of yeah. those. Do you still do those? So that was in a past life. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> You've moved on. <laughs> so, I, so I started off my career in 1999 uh, professionally in music. And I, when I started off my career, I did a whole lot of commercials for television and radio. And in a span of about 13 years, I did more than 3,500 of these commercials. And wow. successful doing that. Uh, but you don't do that anymore. Pretty much every brand that you can imagine. Yeah, pretty much every brand and, and the competitor I was creating music for. But now I don't do that. Uh, I don't do that anymore because right now I only create music that I feel uh, that comes out of my heart rather than a brief that is given to me by somebody else. Was there a, a, any particular jingle that you that still comes to mind that is your favorite? 
Well, lots of them actually. Like uh, for, uh, for the American market, that's uh, composed a whole lot of uh, jingles for McDonald's, for uh, for Pepsi, even for Coca-Cola, for uh, T-Mobile, for a uh, bunch of uh, bunch of uh, nationwide uh, brands. Oh wow! wow. Nice. I nice. noticed you were born here, yeah. and when did you move to India? Yeah, so I was actually born in North Carolina in uh, in America. My father is a doctor and. Um, uh, was a doctor over there practicing in uh, this really small town called Roanoke Rapids in North Carolina. And uh, so when I was eight years old, that's when the family decided to move to India because my parents wanted uh, my brother and I. I've got an older brother who's a year older than me. So my parents wanted uh, my brother and I to actually grow up in India. That's why the whole family packed up bag and baggage and, you know, and went back to India. So ever since then, I've been in India. Uh, but I traveled to America a lot for concerts. And for, uh, uh, you know, and for my role with the United Nations. So I travel a lot to America, but my home is going to be uh, India. But you're an American citizen then? Yes, I am an American citizen, correct. Wow. And is your base in Bangalore? Yes, uh, I'm, based, I'm based in a lot of places actually, but... Uh, the thing is that uh, I say that I'm based in Bangalore because my dogs are in Bangalore. <laughs> so I believe that the family members yeah, that's travel home. anywhere in the world. But wherever your dogs are is basically where your home is. So that's why my home is Bangalore. <laughs> <That's true. laughs> I'm looking at the list of all the accolades and all the awards that so tell you've us, won. Tell us about your environmentalism. Yeah, yeah. And also about how do you make time? Because I, I can totally understand what Sheetal was saying. You don't sleep and that's how you get all the time to do all of this work. <laughs> Yeah, of course, uh, the, the thing is that uh, the environment and music for me went hand in hand because at the end of the day, you know, how did music start? Music started off as sounds from nature, you know, sounds of the birds, sounds of the animals, sounds of the streams, sounds of the wind. And slowly, you know, music became academic with notes and scales for the last 1,000 years. And that's what we call music nowadays. But music and nature has been one big hole. And uh, for me... Uh, when it comes to environmentalism, I've never considered myself to be an activist, nor do I consider myself to be political. Uh, I, I just talk about, you know, that at the end of the day, we have an ecosystem on this planet, and uh, protecting all life is key to maintaining the balance of that ecosystem. And that's why we as human beings, we just have a responsibility to protect all life. Uh, that's what my message is. It's very simple, and uh, that's what I absolutely believe in, and that's what my music reflects. Uh, and and you're also uh, the uh, UNESCO Mahatma Gandhi Institute of is it uh, EP? I'm not sure what that stands for. Environmental yeah. environmental protection yeah, so <laughs> ambassador, the global ambassador for, for kindness. Correct. I'm, yes, I'm the global ambassador for kindness. UNESCO is global ambassador for kindness. Uh, to be very honest, I'm still not sure what that is. It means it probably <laughs> means that I need to be kind to the people around me. <laughs> Actually, you should be in uh, Moscow talking to Putin. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we should send some new age music. Right. You can maybe play a big, huge role, you know. And especially with Modi not uh, budging either way. <laughs> yes. And I would say that I think somebody's been dealing with Vicky for the last several months. He is the epitome of kindness. If he can put up with me and my lack of knowledge about social media and what have you, he is a great <laughs> I call him. He's, he's awesome. 
he exudes kindness in himself. So, Ricky, you, you're practicing. And, you've been and you're also a GQ hero. Is that, yeah, gen- gen- that is huge, Gentleman's man. Quarterly? Yeah, that's huge. Wow. No, that, that was pretty cool because the thing is that GQ normally, uh, you know, uh, normally awards people who are very stylish and very fashionable and all of that stuff. And uh, for me, you know, I've got very, very few clothes in my closet uh, because I do not shop much, nor do I buy too many sets of clothes. So, uh, and in fact, if you go onto my Instagram, you'll find that I repeat the same clothes multiple times across my Instagram. <laughs> but nevertheless, it was nice of them to do that. This was during the pandemic year, that is in 2020, they awarded me as the GQ Zero for uh, India uh, for 2020, which was, which was quite an honor and quite a platform. So have you been interested in music all your life or did you have a different profession or a, you know, different career that you had he was followed? Making, and then he was making jingles. I, yeah, that's what I wanted to <laughs> find out. Is that what you did like from the very beginning when you got out of college or? No, so the thing is that music has always been uh, uh, what I went to uh, whenever I needed to do anything like. Uh, since uh, I do not remember a time in my life when music was not in my life. And uh, uh, when, it, as you may be knowing, in India, it's in our 12th grade that we have to make a very strong decision as to what we want to do for the rest of our lives. And I've made a very strong decision that music is going to be my profession. But my father was a third-generation doctor and an Indian parent. He was very, very against the idea. Yeah. And uh, after a lot of drama with my father and a lot of arguments, we reached a compromise that I would finish off a degree in dental surgery, that is a DDS. Oh, and wow. once I get that DDS, uh, then my life is my own. So that's what I did. I Just to get the qualification, just to get the degree to keep my father satisfied, I went to college for five years, got the degree. Uh, then very ceremoniously, I gave the degree certificate to my father. <laughs> and I did not practice even for a single day. Day, I was oh going to say, gosh. my God, what a waste of a dental surgery degree. <laughs> but yeah, no, yeah. but I'm sure the world appreciates you much more Absolutely. as a mu- music uh, composer and a musician than as a Ricky, dentist. Ricky, thank you. We, we've really enjoyed uh, talking to you. And, we, and everyone, we've been talking to Ricky Kedge, who's going to be uh, performing on March the 12th at 7.30 p.m. at the Wortham Center. Um, and uh, he's coming through the Indo-American Association of Houston. And it's going to be a really exciting show uh, from uh, everything that you just heard. Be sure to, to go ahead and, and, and get your tickets from, you can go online at iaahouston.org and get the tickets. And in fact, later on in the show, we're going to be giving away a couple of tickets. If you've been paying, paying any attention, you'll be able to answer the questions. Otherwise, we'll have to hold on to the tickets for uh, the next week. But Ricky, thank you so much for joining us. We're, we're looking forward to having you here. And yeah. when, you come, when you come over here, we're going to uh, all be, uh, you know, promote myself and Sanchali will come backstage and we'll, we'll talk to you to some you. more. Definitely, yeah. You're really looking yeah, forward. Yeah, we look forward to it. Oh, thank you so much. Thank you. Thank, thank, thank you. So much. And very much look forward to uh, performing in Houston. And uh, thank you to the Indian Indo-American Association for bringing me down. But hope to see all of you in Houston. Yes. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. And safe travels uh, when you leave over there and coming over. Make sure your your plane doesn't go over, over, over Ukraine. It has to make a detour. No, Indian flight, the only flight which is still <laughs> coming over Ukraine. Air India is still flying over Ukraine. Yeah. <laughs> all right, Ricky. Thank you so much. Thank you, Sheetal. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, guys. Thank you. See you all on the show. Take care. See you. Bye-bye. Bye Bye now. Bye. Bye.
So that was wonderful talking to Ricky. He's quite an accomplished person. And uh, we are going to be going to a commercial break very shortly, folks. Okay. Uh, Why don't we end with uh, one of his songs? Well, because we've only got uh, one minute, 60 seconds before we go to a commercial. By the way, we are also giving away coupons to Wendy's. It's uh, two coupons to Wendy's combo meal. You have to call and tell us where Wendy's is headquartered, which city is Wendy's headquartered in. Um, and you can, you can, we'll mail you the two coupons to any Wendy's. Uh, this is brought to you uh, um, courtesy of Oberoi Holdings, who, who owns, who own a lot of Wendy's franchises. So, aren't you also giving away two tickets to the Ricky Kedge Right, we, and and yeah, right after uh, this commercial comes back and we play as his track, then we'll we'll tell we'll tell you about the. We'll contest. ask a question. We have a couple of co- uh, questions. Yes. So, folks, don't go away. This is Indo-American News Radio. We will be back. Our number is 281-277-6874. Tell us which city is Wendy's headquartered in. Thank you, and be back with you shortly. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. पिछले दो सालों में बहुत कुछ बदला और अगर कुछ है जो नहीं बदला वो है महाराजा के हीरे The most beautiful diamonds precisely crafted in eternal designs Maharaja best quality diamonds at 2020 prices Maharaja bringing diamonds to life 5821 Hillcroft 7134806776 You don't just have dreams, you have goals, and you're going to make them happen. That's why you wait for the sale. You check the promo codes, and you find the best deal. At Discount Power, you know it doesn't matter if you're saving for a rainy day, an unexpected repair, or a college degree. It all helps. That's why we offer affordable electricity plans. We want to help you save today so you can live your dream tomorrow. Discount Power, helping you save on electricity. Visit DiscountPowerTX.com and sign up now. PUCT number 10177. Indo-American News Radio. India News. U.S. News. World News. Movie Reviews. And Local Community Roundup. Every Saturday. 4 to 6 p.m. On Masala 98.7 FM. Hi, I'm Jawahar. I'm Sanchali. And I'm Pramod. Indo-American News Radio. All right, folks, we're back again, Indo-American News Radio. This is our last 20 minutes. And in that last 20 minutes, we're going to start off with a song by uh, Ricky Kedge, the, who we had in our previous segment. The name of the song is Ganga, and he features Shankar Mahadevan, and here's uh, a little segment of it.
ಭಗವತಿ ಗಂಗೆ ತ್ರಿಭುವನ ತಾರಿಣಿ ತರಲ ತರಂಗೆ ದೇವಿ ಸುರೇಶ್ವರಿ ಭಗವತಿ ಗಂಗೆ ತ್ರಿಭುವನ ತಾರಿಣಿ ತರಲ ತರಂಗೆ ಶಂಕರ ಮಹೂಲಿ ವಿಹಾರಿಣಿ ವಿಮಲೆ ಮಮ ಮದಿರಾಸ್ತಮಲೆ ಅಲಕಾನಂದೇ ಪರಮಾನಂದೇ ಗುರು ಕರುಣಾಮಯ ಕಾತರವಂಗೇ ತವ ತಟ ನಿಕಟೆಯಸ ನಿವಾಸ ಖಲು ವೈಕುಂಠೆ by Ricky Cage and uh, accompanying him is Shankar Mahadevan. Ricky is going to be in town uh, on March the 12th and it's for the Indo-American Association of Houston. Uh, they will be bringing uh, up to nine different uh, people to perform. Uh, there's uh, Dr. L. Subramaniam, Indian Raga, Ustad Shujat Khan, Ricky Kedge, Abby V, Rasika Shekhar. So uh, we're going to give you a little uh, quiz uh, question in just a minute. And you can tell us uh, what you, uh, what, if you've been paying attention, you will win the prize. Two tickets to the Ricky Kedge concert. So Pramod? her name and number down. Oh, you do have an answer for the Wendy's question? Mm-hmm. And what is the answer? She said Dublin, Ohio. Ah, she's so, so right. Okay. So, Nilay, you will get your coupon. We will be calling you. Thank you. All right. Okay. So, now... What are the questions for... Uh, Ricky Cage. Oh, yeah, the Ricky Cage. Yes. Okay. The question is... Okay. And... Who was the vocalist <laughs> in Ganga? <laughs> <laughs> no, if they'd been paying attention, they would have known that. But really, the, I know who the, the Indo-American Association of Houston has is been resurrected over the last three years under a new, new leadership. And uh, they've been doing some virtual pro, uh, concerts uh, uh, through the COVID period. That's fine, yeah. Right. But now this is the first time they're doing in-person concerts. Uh, and so this year... Um, in the 2022 season, how many shows is Indo-American Association bringing to the Houston stage? And can you name a few of them? Very good. How many shows will they be bringing into the, the, uh, the 2022 season? And can you name a few of them? At, uh, name at least two or three of them. And, and the number to call is 281-277-6874. You get this right. You get two tickets to the Ricky Cage concert. If yeah, if our listeners have been paying attention, we did yeah announce at the very beginning of our show. And while the contestants are calling us, uh, we can talk about sports. Yes. Sports. Did you uh, manage to watch uh, any of the India-Sri Lanka match? Today's. Yeah, T20. Yes. Uh, so what did you think? I only saw the Indian uh, the batting. Sure. The after Rohit Sharma was out. Oh, okay. So yeah, well, he went away uh, quite quickly. Quick, yes. And just with just one run. Right. Uh, lately, has been scoring pretty well, but uh, I guess the captaincy was weighing on him. I guess so. But, so, Shreyas, but Shreyas Iyer, Iyer and Sanju Samson came through, and then Jadeja. Uh, Ravindra Jadeja. Jadu, yeah. Yes. He's kept his form. I so loved the tremendous. over where there were like, what, three or four fours back to back. I was feeling bad for the bowler. <laughs> I know. But that happens so much uh, in T20. But the Sri Lankan captain scored the most sixes. Yeah. He had a wonderful knock. 
that's true but it just wasn't enough correct and so um, you announced that the tomorrow's match is at 10 pm our time yes or is it 10 am 10 pm uh tomorrow oh. is sunday i think let's uh, at the uh, we'll have to check on that i'm thinking it's probably 10 pm tonight because uh-huh. it's back to back it's on sunday it's being played on sunday i see or uh, maybe early I'll tomorrow morning i'll check on morning. it while we are yeah maybe early it. tomorrow morning okay uh, so yeah india's uh, winning spree is uh, continuing so that's uh, that's right rohit sharma i think this is seventh win okay yeah consecutive that's wonderful that's true. yeah Well it says here tomorrow at 7:30 a.m. India yes, versus Sri Lanka that you're makes right sense. Yeah. yeah tomorrow morning yeah yeah i think the women are playing a warm up match yes, as we speak because the women's Against ODI South Africa. Yeah, the, yeah not ODI T20 world cup is uh, starting up. next week right right uh so uh, let's do switch. you follow women's cricket yeah actually i did uh, it comes on espn plus mm-hmm. and uh, the uh you know there's such a size difference between the new zealand women and the indian women <laughs> and the indian women, women. <laughs> the new new zealand women are bigger yes uh-huh. stouter and uh, more aggressive mm. but you know finally uh in the fifth odi uh, the indian team actually won and uh, one Is of the odi or t20 uh, odi okay yeah they had lost the t20s earlier and they lost four odis oh. but finally won the fifth okay that's good yeah uh, a morale booster before the world that's cup that's right yeah. and smriti mandana is the star batsman for the indian team are they pretty team. much the same teams for the odis and t20s or uh, is it totally well, different well they have a fairly um, um, large squad and they pick and choose um, okay uh but it's the same total squad for both ODIs and Got T20s it. and uh, where is it being played the... in new zealand okay. okay yeah in different locations within the country got it and then i think new zealand was playing a warm up match uh, uh, against uh, pakistan oh, so they're okay. also there you know pakistan also has a super league now i'm seeing it on willow yeah psl it's huge yeah yeah uh let's talk about movies uh, uh yeah well the big because movie because we can't talk about rockets they're not doing it <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they lost their ninth uh, straight uh, loss very, just now yeah so i think they're just uh, in a rebuilding season mm. as they call yes. them yes uh but uh let's talk about the movies and then the big movie is alia bhat's uh, gangubai kathiawadi yeah and it's already in theaters yes it's being shown in the at amc and i was AMC. just looking at the show timings it yeah. just got released yesterday first so, colony it, there's one show at 7:25 and one at 10 there there like five or six shows tomorrow well today they j- just showed or you're going to go after the, after the show uh, <laughs> I, i don't think so if you haven't bought your tickets so, so i went to see badhai do last tuesday and you said they were sold and out. it was sold out in the sense there were three of us and uh-huh. uh, there was one seat in the very front row on one end and there were two seats in the wow. other so we didn't want to yeah and then there was another show at nine o'clock same thing it was sold out except for the front row seats we didn't want to sit in how the many how, how many people in the theater it's a standard you uh, know yeah, 100 120 small one somewhere. no now there are small theaters that's yeah, what i'm saying 100 seats, small 100 is probably too many uh maybe in each row there are probably about 10 to 12 oh, and they're probably yeah probably 100 you're right yeah. mm-hmm. it just seems smaller but looks like uh, indians are going back uh, 
into theaters even oh here. my god yeah like i told you it was sold out so i i'm trying somebody told me they saw dangubai i'm not sure how they managed they must to have see seen it. it yesterday the right. ratings are and they good. said they were it was not good oh yes. really they were bored to that oh, oh actually it's doing Based so well a, in uh, india Mm-hmm. it made a uh, 10, 10 and a half crores. crores yeah 10 the half trailer crores looked on the first great well, i saw the trailer it looked mm. nice yeah i saw the trailer too and it looks promising i think alia did a good job yeah yeah and and uh, then ajay devgan has a has small a role, role in it too yeah yeah uh, so, so i saw three movies this week okay. i saw death on the nile Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm always excited about Hercule Poirot. That's so, a remake, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's been made several all several the, times. See, yeah. Agatha Christie is dead, right? I yeah. mean, so there are no new. She, di- she died on the Nile. <laughs> <laughs> so there are yeah. no new Poirot stuff. Everything yeah. is remakes. But yeah. you know, you always compare the Poirots, just like you compare the Sherlock Holmes who mm. played That's the true. roles. Yeah. And David Suchet, I thought, was the best Poirot ever. Oh, so yeah. you kind of compare him to this new guy and. I didn't Who's think the he, new guy? Do you remember? I don't even remember his name. Um, I didn't find I I didn't like it. Yeah. But there are others who went to watch the movie Ratna being one of them. She liked it. So you know if you're a die hard Agatha Christie and Poirot fan you will like whatever you see but yeah. uh, I didn't like it. I went to see it mainly because I was just in Egypt and all those Abu Simbel scenes and all I just wanted to watch it for the but I heard a lot of it were sets which were you know like kind oh, of props okay. not mm-hmm. the real Abu Simbel. So it was okay I, and I then you saw a thursday i saw gehraya oh, uh, finally but yeah. we i think already talked about we gehraya talked about it, i thought yeah. it was quite bakwas you know <laughs> it was total it was, it's made for an and, amazon audience very it wasn't it, it, it had no nothing substantial to you know say or talk but about you know dipika looked good ananya looked good what yeah. else do you want <laughs> oh, okay and a lot of hot scenes you know so yeah and yeah. so that Chaturvedi is also eye candy, so yeah, not yeah. bad. And then I saw uh, a Thursday. I saw a Thursday today. Yeah. That is the one movie I want to talk about. Really? It ha- yeah, because it's again um, dealing with a social issue, uh-huh. and uh, it has Yami Gautam, it has Atul Kulkarni, it has Neha Dhupia, it has Dimple Kapadia. Mm-hmm. So quite star-studded, and it it was I thought it was quite effective. Mm-hmm. And if you get a chance, you should watch it. It's about Uh, the situation of uh, rapists and the you know uh, at the end of the show they said by the time you watched this movie eight women have been raped in oh india my. so every It's a topical yeah 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 and how nothing the government is so indifferent about the whole thing sure so dimple kapadia plays the role of an indian president so i mean indian oh. prime minister so oh, okay. you have to watch it i see it it definitely is worth watching oh okay And it they... deals with young kids, little kids, mental mental uh, depression. So, I see. You know, and what it can lead to. Okay, and there's a another movie called a Fame Game, or it's yeah, a series. It's not a movie. Series. It's Madhuri Dixit's most series. recent Fame Game, which just got, uh, which I think the first episode was yesterday. Yeah. And she's a celebrity, and you know. So uh, it's thing, on Netflix. It is on Netflix. So I'm looking forward to watching it and it's about how to deal with celebrity status and you know the pros and cons of being a celebrity. Yeah, so I'm looking forward to watching it. One movie that I want to see is uh, Licorice Pizza. Uh, yes. There's lots uh, of talk about it for yes. the Academy Awards. Correct. 
Oh. Hey, it, maybe maybe next week we could do something about the Oscars because you know we there's so many movies that are coming out. Uh, I I sorry. Most to of in, them have come and gone already. Right, yeah. but but right. the Oscars is March twenty right. second. Right. March twenty right. second. Um, there is a, a an event that's going to happen, a virtual event tomorrow that uh, I wanted to bring everyone's attention to. We did a story on Manish Arora. Uh-huh. Remember who the, the the young man who's come here for. Uh, stem cell mm-hmm. treatment for his cancer right. and so they're trying to raise some money for him it's a very expensive uh, procedure that he's gone through uh, almost $850,000 so uh-huh. he and his brother are here uh, and he's doing well so his his first treatment went well and it's very encouraging but they're trying to raise money for him and the uh, the FCCRS which is an organization that's uh, uh, led by Kika Kar and her husband uh, uh, Satyajit Kar. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have put together a musical uh, program called Umid. 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 Uh, it's a musical virtual event uh, to benefit Manish to fight cancer with the 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 CAR T cell therapy, which is only available at the MD Anderson uh, Hospital, and you can donate at www.fccrs.org. Uh, the event is online. Uh, On Sunday, February 27th at 6.30 p.m. 6.30 p.m. And it's a YouTube uh, link. Right. So if you go on their website, you can get the link. And you can donate because certainly it's well worth, uh, it's, a, it's a worthy cause. So, and then we're going to be going to close out with uh, one of the uh, Ricky's songs, unless we have other things that we want to talk about. No, I think we are... Uh, we are pooped done. out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you all lost out on the chance to win two tiki, Ricky Ken. Yeah, no two tikis. <laughs> no, no, two no tiki. tickets for the Ricky Kedge concert. No tiki, no laundry. <laughs> So yeah, if you still you, have a chance, if you know the answer, how so many shows is IAA bringing to the Houston stage in 2022? Name at least two or three of these programs. Yeah, all you have to do is go on the IAA website, and you can call us IAAHouston.org, and it's two eight one two seven seven six eight seven four. It's a concert worth watching. So March the twelfth. Yeah, so you gonna go? That, absolutely. How about you promote? Sure. Yes. Yeah. Nice. 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 Okay, well then uh, we have uh, we can close out with his uh, with one of his songs if, uh, and and next week don't forget we have our own melody queen. Yes, uh, Jyoti, Jyoti will be doing her classical yours with Jyoti, and she's promising a holy special. Holy, holy, and as in as in the func- the festival holy. Right, right. When is holy? <laughs> yeah, it's not necessarily holy as in the Christian sense. Not the holy the, sea. Yeah. <laughs> when uh, is holy? But holy March our, tw- our festival. March March fifteenth is it? March fifteenth somewhere, somewhere there. Uh, but um, the sh- uh, it's on part of uh, the Indo American News Unplugged, and it will be from three to four, followed by our own. Uh, Indo-American news radio show. Yeah, it promises to be really a lot of fun. So and uh, it's Friday, March eighteenth. March eighteenth. Mm-hmm. So just in time next week, she's going to be talking uh, about this. I think Masala Radio has a huge uh, holy, holy festival. festival. Usually, they yes, yeah. they yeah. do. They in person for a change. Yeah, right. Mm-hmm. So uh, we're going to be playing this last cut by uh, by uh, Ricky Cage, 
and uh, it's once again it's show your light and we've enjoyed bringing you these past three hours Shanchali and I are just exhausted <laughs> <laughs> they have to be unplugged now <laughs> alright guys see you next week FM K254BZ Fairbanks Masala